Morning, everyone. I am excited to be here this morning and share with you. And, uh, and it's, ex- it's particularly exciting because usually it's not. <laughs> and in the past years, like, I, I, last year I swore that would be the last time. Never again would I, 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 Trevor would ask, I knew that Trevor would ask me again, but I said, next time, I'll just say no. Just say no. But this year, I'm actually excited about it. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. I'm going to be talking about victory over fear today. Um, uh, actually, just pause that. And actually, I'm just going to pause that. Vicky, how's your neck? Better? Is it sore today? Noticing your... Can, can we pray for... Can we get like two or three people to just pray for, your, pray for you right now? Do it. You guys go ahead and lead. I'm just, I'm just here. So I'm going to be speaking about uh, victory over fear. I've got four main points that I sort of want to uh, talk on. I don't have any slides uh, because we just moved this week and it's been chaotic. <laughs> and um, so, uh, um, so you guys are just going to have to be entertained by the sound of my voice. And uh, so we're going to... Uh, so I'm going to be speaking about uh, identif- basically identifying our fears, uh, releasing our fears um, to others, and I'm going to talk about bold prayers. So you guys are getting part spiritual postcard today, um, part teaching, part prayer time. Uh, so brace yourself. There's participation in today's service. Be ready for that. You know, and even if you're listening online to this right now. Uh, my intention is to engage you, not just uh, for you to listen today. Um, usually when, I'm, when I listen to sermons online, I usually I hate when I feel like convicted or this sermon actually speaks to me and I've had to respond in some way because I'm like, I just want to listen. I'm just, I'm just, this is like a podcast. I'm just sitting, sitting back and listening, but I'm like, ah, um, I don't want to have to do anything. <laughs> so... I just want to sit here. And some of you are probably like, I just want to sit here. <laughs> Blech. Having to, don't make me do anything. I just want to sit here and then go home. Um, but, if, but if you're here, uh, you're, you're here for worship, and worship demands uh, a sort of, some sort of response. And so uh, I'm going to be pushing you for that response today. Uh, all right. So uh, let me just get started with a, a short prayer here. Lord, I thank you that you're worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you're the way, the truth, and the life, and that you um, that you are greater than um, greater than our pains, greater than our fears, greater than. Uh, greater than, than all of what we are. So um, I just pray this would be a time to engage with you today, to, to come to you, to have a, um, help us to, to see you and, and to really get personal with you, Lord. Amen. <sighs> so grow is the word of the year at City View. And we've been talking, we've been basically taking an intentional look at uh, our spiritual lives with God and uh, seeing how God is moving and he's seeing how he's changing us 
and shaping us. We're sort of getting a before, we're hoping to get a before and after picture, um, if you will. And so, um, and then when, and hopefully, or I, I believe that when we, when we know that, when we can see the transformation, we're willing to go deeper and deeper into faith and this, this journey of becoming the kind of person that God is creating us to be. Um, and personally, it's been an exciting year for me because uh, I've already been able to see some of this growth and transformation. Anybody else? Anybody else have been looking at their lives and going, wow, this is really cool. Like I've been seeing... Now, how many of you, is it in the area that you thought it would? Like at the start of the year, we, we, sort of, we had a, a sort of, uh, we sort of wrote down uh, what, you know, what we thought would be the, the area where we wanted to grow. And I don't know about you guys, but for me, I, the growth happened. It wasn't at all in that area. It was, it was something completely different. Um, and that, so what's... What's happening is I'm, I'm finding that I'm, I'm growing in boldness and facing my fears, or more accurately, rejecting fear. And so today I'm talking about victory over fear. Uh, it's been an interesting year for me. Uh, and, you know, for the past few years, some of you might know this, uh, but it appears that God has been calling me to be a pastor, my wife had this vision many years ago of a godly leader, before even before I, I became a Christian, um, and uh, and that was encouraging then. And and then uh, Trevor, Pastor Trevor, basically told me that he sees a pastor. He told me this a, f- a few years back, uh, kind of early in my faith walk. And you know these things, as with all of these things, you're like, oh, that's very nice. Thank you. That's, that's, that's a pleasant thought. That's, um, and so, and, but this has been happening more and more, and I've been, and many of you uh, have been some of the people saying, oh, you know, I'm I just, just getting visions or, uh, or praying and prophesying over me and saying, I see a pastor, or this, the word pastor is coming to me, um, you know, where they're describing a pastor. So uh, I've, you know, and for, and for all, all this time, I've been encouraged by it. I say, oh, thank you very much. That's wonderful. And, uh, but I've not really ever acted on it. Honestly, I didn't know how. And earlier this year, my wife said, you know, if you keep getting this call to be a pastor, you might, it might mean that you eventually have to do something about it. <laughs> you know, maybe it's probably not just going to happen. Uh, so you might have to take steps in that direction. I, I don't know how to do that. I don't even know what it means. I don't even know what this looks like. Um, but I had, but I've had uh, a friend recently, or a friend. This just in this past year, I've had a friend uh, uh, named uh, Johannes. He's he's a he's a friend and pastor who really encouraged me to to just say yes to as many things as possible. Just try to. To, to say yes to this, um, to anything that might lead into um, lead into ministry, or just just try different things. It's the reason, and uh, so I've been, you know, whenever possible, I've been saying yes uh, to things. Uh, I've spoken with the principals at Nicholas Anya's school this year about creating more. Uh, deeper relationships and greater community amongst the, the parents there. Um, I, I agreed to help Andrea lead worship back in July. This is all part of that, you know, I said yes, because it's just all part of this process of figuring out where God is leading me. And I said yes to this today. So wherever, I'm, wherever possible, um, I've been just leaning into what God is, has planned for me, and I've been just trying to say yes, but it's not been easy. I've had to face a lot of, uh, a lot of my own uh, um, fear of rejection, uh, fear of not being qualified, fear of letting people down, uh, letting myself down mostly, fear of just, um, just not being good enough. 
Um, but as faithfully as possible, I've been, I've been moving forward and hoping that God shows me what this you know, pastor thing looks like. And so part of this exploration of figuring all this out has led me, to, you know, figuring out what, uh, what a godly leader looks like has led me to, um, to the letters from Paul to Timothy in the New Testament. First Timothy, Second Timothy um, are both letters, books about Christian godly leadership and what, what that looks like. And so for this morning's topic, I've chosen to read to you from the beginning of Second uh, Timothy. It's uh, chapter 1, I'm reading from verse 3 to 18. In your Blue Bibles, it's page 1178. Um, you can find it and follow along. I'll be referencing to it quite, um, in, a, in a few ways as we, as we go through. So here we go. Verse 3, I thank God for whom I serve as my forefathers did with a clear conscience as night and day I constantly remember you in my prayers. Recalling your tears, I long to see you so that I may be filled with joy. I've been reminded of your sincere faith which first lived in your grandmother Lois and in your mother Eunice and I'm persuaded now lives in you also. And for this reason, I remind you to fan into flame the gift of God which is in you through the, laying of, through the laying on of my hands. For God did not give us a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power, of love, and self-discipline. So do not be ashamed to testify about our Lord or be ashamed of, his, um, of me, his prisoner, but join with me in suffering for the gospel by the power of God who has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given, uh, was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of, beginning of time. But it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light, to light? <laughs> through the gospel. And of this gospel, I was appointed a herald and an apostle, and a teacher. And that's why I'm suffering as I am. Yet I'm not ashamed because I know whom I have believed, and I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I've entrusted to him for that day. What you heard from me, keep as, uh, as the pattern of sound teaching with faith and love in Christ Jesus. Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you, guarded with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. You know that everyone in the province of Asia has deserted me, including uh, Figilus and Hermogenes. May the Lord show mercy to the household of one Sephorus, because he often refreshed me and was not ashamed of my chains. On the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. May the Lord grant that he will find mercy from, from the Lord on that day. You know very well how many, in how many ways he helped me in Ephesus. So Paul's in a Roman prison writing to Timothy, and Christians everywhere are being heavily persecuted, dragged off to, to prison for a death sentence, um, and, and that because they're preaching the good news about Jesus. And so Timothy is a pastor of the church at Ephesus, but he's, re- he's now reluctant to share um, and to follow that calling because uh, at the moment of all the persecution. And so Paul is encouraging him to continue the calling that God's given him to share about Christ. And he's letting him know that um, there will very likely be suffering, but the Holy Spirit will, be, will give him the strength where he needs it. So my topic today, victory over fear. The spoiler for you, uh, if you don't already know, is that those of us who who believe in Jesus Christ already have victory over fear. Verses uh, 9 and 10 outline this. Um, Let me find it here again. 
who has saved us and uh, the power of God who has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything we've done, but because of his purpose and his grace. Um, and this grace was given to us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time. But it's now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior, Christ Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. So um, Jesus won the battle already over fear when he died on the cross. And um, he was risen to new life again after the third day so that we who believe in him um, also receive this new life. Right, and we're given the Holy Spirit, which confirms, right, lives in us and confirms, um, just as it points out in verse 7, that it's not a spirit of fear and timidity, but, uh, and the, or, sorry, and this spirit that lives in us, as it says in verse 7, is not a spirit of fear and timidity, but a power, love, self-discipline. Uh, but we live in these, but we live in the in-between times. And so we have, we have this clear hope and salvation, um, but we still live in a broken world with you know, broken bodies, broken minds, uh, broken hearts. So all of us still struggle with fear, even though we have this victory. Um, so even Timothy here, who worked closely with Paul, uh, he would have seen him perform miracles in Jesus' name, uh, and, and still fear gripped him to the point where he is hesitant to preach, to do the very thing that he's called to do, right? So, um, and so I'm hoping today that as we're gathering and as we come together and we, we um, take time to reflect and pray that we're going to take one more step towards knowing and claiming that victory and so I want to start by sharing um, a quick story of a, a day at Missions Fest earlier this year. Um, so it's January 20th. It's kind of a neat landmark in, in my journey to boldness and rejecting fear. So I want to share that with you. Um, it's a journey that I didn't know that I was on. And, um, you know, I meant to share it with you guys at the start of the year, but I never really took the opportunity to to do it, so here I get, the, I get the opportunity to do it now. Um, Mission Fest is a Christian missions conference that happens every year. Uh, there's a prayer room in there, and my wife Kristen and I both volunteered last year uh, to be in that, uh, in that room. We were asked again if we'd be available to take part in inter- intercessory prayer, uh, which basically means praying on someone's behalf. Uh, so we said yes. We we loved we we loved the experience last year. Um, so Kirsten went on the Friday, and I said I would go on the Sunday. And I, so we were scheduled to. I was scheduled to go on the Sunday, but then as the weekend arrived, I kind of felt like, oh man, seriously, I'm going to this thing, and uh, I really didn't want to go anymore. And not only that, I figured like, okay, this well, you know, it's there's other things happening there. I'll be able to go to these other things. But then, uh, you know, looking at the, sorry, I think it's the, the the day before. I'm sort of looking at the program like, there's nothing going on. This this is a Sunday. Nothing's happening. So I, I was hoping to go there in the morning and be part of, be part of worship service. And I don't know. I thought it would be like this. This I would have this great fun time going there. Um, and I'd be, you know, just somewhat entertained. I don't know. I'd be able to listen to some talks, but nothing's happening. And the talks that are happening that day are happening while I'm supposed to be volunteering. Um, So I considered, well, you know, Christian went to City View with kids, and I didn't need to be there until noon, so I I sort of took my time getting ready, and I'm starting to think, oh, maybe I won't go. Yeah, maybe, you know, they have enough. They probably have enough old people already. Yeah, you know. And uh, I, I, I never really get a break on a Sunday. How often do? When do I ever get to just stay home on a Sunday? Right? Like so cool. I could just stay home. You know, just have a Sunday off. Um, that might actually be good for me. And um, it wasn't until I'm, 
And then I'm, but I'm, I'm like, well, I'll still slowly, there's some guilt in there and everything. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm still going to at least start getting ready. So I'm in the shower, start getting ready, and the verse from Matthew 5, 37 comes to me, and then, you know, the uh, let your yes be yes, and your no, no. I'm thinking, oh, I did say that I was going to go. So, <laughs> yeah. And then I did, he- and then I hear a voice saying, what if you didn't do it for you? What if you just showed up? What if you did it for him? And so I decided to go, and I'm heading on the bus and SkyTrain, and that voice is sort of resonating. Like, what if it's not about you? Yeah, what if, what if you just go for, for him? Well, so that's, uh, that's the first part of that story. Uh, so I get there, and prayer's already happening. Chairs are set up in a circle, and there's this, you know, there's this guy sitting in the middle, and we're, people are praying, um, are praying over him. And I just, you know, it's a, bit, a little bit awkward. You just, you know, you walked in, you're like, do I start, do I join in? So you sit on, like, there's, you sit on, like, the, the, the chairs are in the, the furthest chair from everywhere, <laughs> everybody else. But then you slowly, you start, you know, moving in, like, maybe I should, maybe I should sit a little bit closer and... And eventually, I just I start praying. And as I start praying, um, I just think, what am I doing? This doesn't matter. These are just words. They, they, don't, they don't have, it doesn't feel, there's no, I don't know. They're just, they're just words. And then there's somebody, um, there's a woman that speaks up. She says, keep before I, you know, I'm just, I'm just praying. It feels like it feels really empty, but this woman says, "Keep talking, keep talking. There's real power in what you're saying right now, so keep going." And I'm like, "Oh, uh, all right." Then it gave me a real, it really gave me permission to be bold and to start praying. And so I can tell you, for the rest of that day, I just, I was like, "Oh, there's power in these words." I, I've, I don't know why, because it doesn't feel that way, but there's real power in what I'm saying. So, um, so that really helped me, be, helped me to be bold that day. Um, and, um, and while I was there, you, know, we, you get a, an opportunity to, to get to know some of these brothers and sisters that you're praying with, that you've, most of them you've not really met before. Maybe you saw them quickly last year and you prayed with them, but... You know, so, and I was encouraged there. I received some. Um, I received. I received prayer and some prophetic messages from uh, from them that sort of um, that sort of affirms or confirms God's presence uh, and His working in my life. Um, I, I had one one of the ladies, ladies there, this amazing uh, sister in Christ from the Philippines, who approached me and barely introduce, introduces herself. Um, and she says, you're a pastor, aren't you? <laughs> uh, well, not officially, uh, but it's starting to look that way. <laughs> and so she went on to describe, like, um, someone who's uh, hungry for Jesus and passionate and desiring Jesus, and someone who who's, has a strong presence for um, who's a strong presence for God, who loves God with all his heart, soul, mind, someone who loves others, a trans- transformative person, um, someone who's, who's uh, shaping others. Um, uh, it, it's, it's pretty incredible to stand there and be and receive, uh, receive that, um, receive those words. You know. Very encouraging. And I've even... I also received one from, there was a 20-year-old girl who was just on fire for Jesus, um, who was praying with us. She, has a, she had this clear, she had the gift of having these clear visual images that God would give her, and she would describe these things. These, um, and at some point she started, she, went, she was going around, we encouraged her to go around and pray for us. And, um, and so she's going around in a circle praying whatever vision she gets from God, and as she's coming to me, I thought, you know, and, and I just thought, oh, I'm going to get the, like, 
courageous man of God with fire coming out, and I, this kind of thing, and I'd be like, yeah, woo! Um, but she came to me, and she prayed, oh, Lord, break the chains of inadequacy in this man. <laughs> Make him stronger for Jesus now, and she sort of stumbles at the word now, and she says, uh, in the next few years. <laughs> Inadequacy. <laughs> the next few years. So in two sentences, she perfectly nails, she perfectly nails my biggest struggle, this feeling inadequate, and she doesn't pronounce healing or deliverance over it right at the moment. She says, Yeah, as you know, in the next few years. <laughs> it wasn't what I was expecting. And uh, I have uh, but I had to make a decision at that point to sort of accept it, <laughs> accept what she was sharing with me. So it was interesting. Um, now, one of the, the, one of the most unique things that I learned that day, uh, I mentioned that it was, uh, I don't know if I did mention, but there's real power in some of the prayers of my brothers and sisters um, in Christ there, our brothers and sisters in Christ there. Um, and one of the ways that I saw them do this, it had never occurred to me before, but one of the things that I saw was, um, was just the way that they prayed with authority. And they, um, and they were actively, actively rejecting evil and the devil's schemes and praying in Jesus' name um, to do things like, you know, and they, you know, they, they, they'd say things like, Lord, in your name, we, we shut out the lies of the enemy, and we just, and I'm, and I'm just like, wow, this is incredible that you can do that. I didn't know you could do that. It never dawned on me that you can do that. You can, we can pray with that kind of authority. Um, and so it's just in this amazing display of power. Um, so I can tell you that was just one of the most fun days I've had in a long time. It was incredible, uh, very exciting. And, and this, you know, this, this week we're going to actually, this like City View is going to have a gathering where we can do that very thing, right? On Wednesday, October 2nd, in three days, whatever, um, gathering for prayer and worship in the evening, you know, if, you're, if you weren't planning to come, come. Um, and even if you don't want to on that day, if it's like 5 o'clock and you're like, oh, I don't think so, um, come anyway. You know, the Holy Spirit is, is going to show up. And if, he, if, if we let ourselves experience everything he has to offer, we're, we're going to have a lot of fun. So hopefully I'll be there. I'm not sure. My wife and I still have to figure out who, who gets to go. I think, I, I think I'll give you the... I think I'll let you go this time. Um, so, so back to um, back to what I'm wanting to share. These are the four points I wanted to share. Um, um, those uh, again, I was going to want to talk about identifying our uh, our fears, uh, releasing our fears uh, to others. Um, other brothers and sisters and, and talk about bold prayers. Um, you know, in, in, so in 2 Timothy 1.6, Paul talks about the spiritual gift that God gave to Timothy. And in verse 11, Paul talks, uh, Paul says that he, God chose me to be a preacher and an apostle and a teacher uh, for the good news. And, and so these men have like a clear purpose. I, I've mentioned to you how I've been receiving the call, uh, the call to be a pastor, whatever that means. Um, and, but and so I'm wondering, what about you? Have you been given a ministry? Do you have a do you have a mission associated with um, maybe with 
something related to your spiritual gift? Do you, what's, what's God's plan for your life right now? Do you, we all have one. Do you know what it is? And are you pursuing it 100%? Uh, if your answer is yes, then you can probably leave early and, you know, uh, you know like go hang out with the kids downstairs, uh, you know, I don't know. Um, but if it's no or I'm not sure, then there's probably some kind of fear is probably the thing that's standing in the way. So what am I talking about when I say, when I use the word fear? Well, it's not necessarily a phobia or something frightening or scary, uh, though I suppose it could be. Uh, but fear is really this, this scheme from the devil blocking you from accessing, um, from accessing God's plan for your life. It blocks you from seeing what he has planned for you. It blocks you from seeking what he has planned for you, from, um, from knowing that plan, and from blocks you from just following that plan. Right? Um, John 10.10 says, The thief comes only to steal, kill, and destroy. But I come that you may have life. So, so God has a plan for your life. And when I say that, it, it, it might mean like this forever thing, but I actually really mean just the next step, right? The next thing that God's calling you to. Um, so what does fear look like in my life? How do we recognize these fears, uh, these things that are blocking access to our higher, higher calling? Well, there's a couple of clues. Um, uh, so there's, there can be, so it's usually related to lack of action because there's too much of me. You know, you guys might remember from, as I was sharing, that I didn't want to go to Mission Fest because I, I wanted to just, eh, just, just, what about me? There's nothing really for me there, you know? So, um, Are you missing out on the things of God because you're afraid of missing out on things for yourself? Hmm. What if it's not about you? What if it's what if all you have, what if you just need to show up for him? Are you willing to put yourself aside and just be bold for the sake of Jesus? So lack of action because there's too much of me. Or there's lack of action because there's not enough of me. I was, I was praying in Mission Fest. Uh, as I was praying, you know, there was this, these, these, remember how I said, like, God, these words don't matter. Like, none of this matters. I felt completely inadequate. Um, um, and had I not received that encouragement to keep to continue to keep going, I think I would have gotten really quiet that day, and I wouldn't. I would have hated the. I don't know if I. I don't know what the experience would have been like. Do you have a weakness that's crippling you, that's kind of stopping you from moving forward, um, where God's nudging you along? Uh, that Second uh, Timothy one seven. So again, God did not give you a, a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And so that's the truth we need to hold on to. Well, I've been talking a lot. So what am I going to do now? We're going to take about five minutes. This might feel awkward because usually we don't do this right in the middle of service. But we're going to take about five minutes. And uh, we're just going to have quiet time uh, praying with God, just a, just a little check-in with Him. We're, um, you guys have been quiet all this time, so now you get, be, you get to be quiet some more. But, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we're just going to take about five minutes. We're just going to take, it's just five minutes to pray. And really we're asking Him to identify just one thing. Maybe, maybe you don't know what that, you know, there's, there's a, maybe you don't know what that call is for your life. What's, What's the next step? You know, maybe you don't know. Maybe he needs to reveal that to you. 
um, or uh, or maybe you know, maybe there's something blocking you right now. Maybe you know what it is, and you want to sort of um, talk to him about that. Or maybe, or maybe he's going to reveal that to you right now. So, um, you know, um, we'll just go ahead and take, take. Uh, oh, we'll just take a couple of minutes to do that, uh, or five minutes specifically. It's not a couple. Um, Make this personal time. Place yourself wherever you'd like in whatever position you'd like. You can kneel. You can stand. You can yoga pose. I don't care. <laughs> so, um, and then yeah, I'll I'll let you know when there's about one minute left, and then we'll, and then when we're wrapping up. So.
just another uh, 30 seconds, something like that. Hopefully you were able to just connect in that moment. Hopefully it was just a, a, a bit of a personal time. Maybe you had something. Maybe God did reveal something to you. Maybe he didn't. Um, that's, that's okay. Yeah. Um, I'll continue by... Uh, we'll get to actually... If he did reveal something to you, then um, there'll be another chance in, in a few moments to then pray about that with somebody. Um, and so I want to talk about, you know, this, the, this, uh, this releasing our burdens and our fear and, um, and, and sharing our lives with, with others, with other believers especially, um, you know, I was, um, you know, I'm so amazed at how God created community. And, um, and so it's just, it's always there to encourage and to love and to pray for each other and to carry each other's burdens. Um, and we're basically called to be Jesus to one another. Um, He's made it so we can't be self-sufficient. Um, we we have to rely on one another. And uh, I don't know how you, I, I don't know how you feel. Usually, the kind of uh, when I'm faced with something, uh, with I don't know how to describe it, opposition with fear or something. I usually start by I start with uh, trying to figure it out myself hoping that eventually, I mean, and, uh, hoping that I will come to, you know, we'll just all power through and, and you know, something will happen. Uh, but it doesn't, it, it almost never does. I almost always need somebody else to, um, to, uh, to lift me up, encourage me. And if I'm going to, and if I'm going to face uh, my my fear um, i 'm going to face my feelings of the feelings of inadequacy that I have when i'm when i 'm doing something like um, like what i 'm doing today or <laughs> or um, you know sh- uh, going up to the uh, the principals of a school to make some kind of proposal and basically try to create a job for myself or something. I need I need others to to be there and to lift me up and to speak uh, to speak truth into my life. Uh, notice in, in verse sixteen here, um, Paul sort of points out one Sephorus, um, great name. <laughs> we mit- we really missed the boat on that, sweetie. We could have we could have we could have named our kid. One of our kids could have been one Sephorus, but we. <laughs> Another one? Yeah, no, I'm okay. Yeah, it's okay. One's. One's... No. Um, 
But he, Paul points out once and for us just what an encouragement it was to have him visit. Um, and so, and, and we, really, we really need that encouragement, right? He, he said, may the Lord show mercy to the household of once and for us because he often refreshed me. And he was not ashamed of my chains. And on the contrary, when he was in Rome, he searched hard for me until he found me. Do you have someone in your life who's searching hard for you? Do you have somebody who would you, do you have, how many here have, have an accountability partner? <laughs> um, if you don't, can I just encourage you this week or in fact today, as soon as, I, as we're done here, go find someone to share your life with. I make time to regularly connect with them and, and pray with them. Um, someone not your spouse. Um, you know, uh, it's, it's important to have someone that you can meet with regularly and just share your whole life with. Um, I meet with Ryan every three weeks or so. And every time doesn't matter what's, what's happening. The Holy Spirit shows up, and it's just this amazing connection, uplifting, gives me wonderful insight into my own life, stuff that like, points out truth that I totally miss. And then and I'm, I'm, and I'm refreshed for about two and a half weeks until I go, oh, my goodness, <laughs> where's Ryan? Oh, yeah, that's right, it's this Friday. Yes! <laughs> so, um, so I would definitely encourage you to have that in your life. Uh, we, all, we all have these dark thoughts and fears and struggles that, that keep us in dark places, um, but it's only when we share them that uh, we bring them into light and that Jesus can start working on them. Uh, so find someone else to carry your burdens. Someone you can, you can share your journey with. And don't, don't, miss, don't miss that step. And then pray bold prayers together. That's my last point is about praying bold prayers. And, and, um, yeah, Jesus, uh, so in, in Matthew twenty-eight eighteen it says, And then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And so Jesus has, if Jesus has authority... And he's given us the permission to call on him in his name and to pray in his name. Um, then we have, then that gives us, or that, that gives us power over, over fear uh, and over the enemy. And it's important because uh, actually it's... Um, it's not that we can or we should pray bold prayers. We must, you know, with the authority we're given, we have no choice uh, but to but to pray bold prayers. And too often, I'm I'm a bit shy or uncertain or uncommitted in my prayers. I sometimes pray like I actually don't believe that He's actually really going to respond to my prayers. Do you guys ever do that? Like, our Father in heaven, hallowed be thy name, I think. Uh, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I'm just saying it because I know it. And then, you know, you say, Lord, give us today your daily bread, if you're willing. Um, forgive us our sins, please. <laughs> um, and that's not the prayer that Jesus taught. Jesus taught the prayer that he, he taught everything in the, um, uh, what's the word, is it the imperative? Is that the, the right verb tense? Okay, there you go. Um, <clears throat> and so, you know, when you're praying for somebody, it's, it's funny. You want to hear something funny? When I pray for somebody uh, for, for healing, very often, I, it's funny how, sh- how much I, how short I get from how I, I really start with like, yes, Lord, and then I sort of, and I just start to wonder, oh, you know, do I, 
Do I have the authority? Do I have the, um, um, can I pray with, with, this, with this level of authority? Can I ask these things? Um, and sometimes I don't even believe that he, I don't know, what, I, I don't know why I don't think that he knows what, I'm, what I mean, but I'll be, you know, I sometimes pray for for someone's healing. Let's say they've just they've just gone through an operation. And I'll pray something like, "Lord, would you take away their pain, Lord?" And then I have to clarify it in case God thinks that I want to kill the person, like that they're going to. So, not not that they should, not that you should, you know, destroy them so that they don't have pain anymore. I mean that they should, you know, you should take away the pain, but here, you know, in, in this on earth, yeah, you know, just. Like, he's going to totally misunderstand me. And I'm going to be like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, um, yes, pray with power and authority. For God did not give us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. So pray in the spirit. Um, let's do that now, actually. I'm going to get you guys to... to you guys get to move around because I'm going to get you guys to, put, to, to find two or three people to gather together um, to pray for each other. Uh, maybe share something. Pray, uh, share you, maybe if, uh, if you know a fear that you have or a, a calling that you have but you just don't know what the next step is. If you have, um, yes, if there's some kind of fear that you're working through uh, just or a struggle, go ahead and share that and, and pray together and pray with, try doing this, pray, try praying with boldness and with authority and you guys can get as loud as you want and you guys can start, you know, man, when, you, when, you, when I've gone to these, to, to uh, Mission Fest, man, these people just start, you know, uh, they, they just, they start clapping hands like, yes, no, Lord, we're not going to stand for that. So you, if you if you feel led to do that, do that. All right. So um, don't shy or be he- or or he- be hesitant. And I'm just gonna what I'm gonna do is you guys do that. Is I'm gonna go around and just pray over um, over you guys so just a, a little bit. And Lalfi's going to be just strumming a little bit as we as we do that. I'll give you about ten minutes. Let's go ahead and do that now. So now you get to... Ten minutes is long? Ten minutes is long? Really? Eh. Fine. That's how... That's how... That's, that's just my prayer. That's just how long I speak when I pray. So, Okay. Um, five? Seven. We're negotiating here. We're negotiating. All right. Let's see how it goes. <laughs> Let's see how it goes. Let's aim for seven. All right. And now you can stand. Go find this, a place. Um, find people. You guys. You guys. Find find somebody you want to pray with. I know. I'm. I'm asking you for a lot to stand up. And yeah. Yeah. If your spouse is here, then try try mixing up and not being with next to your spouse. Just because.
made it to nine minutes. <laughs> I'll, let, I'll let you guys just I'll let you guys just finish up for, and then we'll take our seats in just a moment. ready to to wrap up all right all right i just have a i just have a few more things i want to share just before just as we just to finish up Fear doesn't have to be an obstacle for to following God anymore. You know, even though we think um, we think it'll be painful, fears—it's like all challenges and struggles. Uh, it's just there to make us holy, to draw us closer to God, to see Him as the God that He is, um, to reveal more of His glory, to show us what He's done. So we have victory over fear. We can. Identify those, the, the fears that stand in the way of, uh, of being the man or, or woman that he's called us to be. We don't have to let that, um, and we don't have to sort of let the, the fear percolate in our hearts anymore. We can, come, uh, we can come to one another as believers in Christ and, and share these fears and, and remind ourselves that Jesus has victory. And so whenever you, you sense that you um, should just run to others, Run to others for, for, that, for that support, for that prayer, for that bold prayer. Come together with authority, uh, the authority that Christ gives um, or that he has and, and, with the, um, and, and in his name pray bold prayers to dispel any fear. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus, for dying on the cross for us. We thank you for winning the battle. Lord, even at times when we don't fully know, uh, would you help us just accept, Lord, that this is true. Um, Thank you for what you revealed to each of us today. Thank you for bold prayers. Thank you that you're always at work in us. and And please don't stop driving out fear. Make us into the person that you've made us to be. Amen.